Here we go, turn it up now. You know it's about that time. Got lit times, good vibes for your drive. Release the stress, feeling your best. If you're ready to party, say yes. Carrie and Tommy about to go off. Thanks for starting this Carrie and Tommy podcast. Woolworths Net Set Go is Netball's official starter program for kids aged 5 to 10. And registrations are now open. Search Net Set Go to find out more. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Welcome to your Monday afternoon. How are we doing, guys? Great. Big show today. Second part of my interview with Sam Smith will air later on this afternoon. Very exciting. Fascinating bit about how their song Unholy almost never came to be. I tell you what, Bickers, what a cliffhanger. Because we heard the first part of that interview three weeks ago, and I... (laughs) And, and I've been holding on to see how it ends. That was not um, my decision. <laughs> Everybody had to play it in two parts. It was a record label thing. Check the Let's podcast, dig, download the listener app. Dig down into the details of this. Um, because how was your weekend? Great, thank you. Yes. yes. Uh, mine was also Sorry, great. No, you, <laughs> you didn't ask. Good, thanks. Okay, no more what? questions. How was your weekend? Mine was also great. And um, just really, I was just relieved for all the old people of Australia last Why? night. Because so often after the men's final, the Australian oh. Open, it goes till two or three in the morning and they, they pan round to the crowd and it's it's women and men over 70, and I'm thinking they're going to die if this game keeps going much longer. <laughs> so thankfully it got wrapped up nice and quick, and they got to bed and not too See, I, I think it's the opposite. They're still there because they don't have to get home to babysitters. They don't have to get up in the morning at 6 a.m. They don't have jobs to go to. We're the people that find it frustrating when it goes to 4 a.m. They love it. What else have they got to do? Sit at the tennis. That's all they've got to do. That is Grimmer than mine. You're like, what else have they got to look forward to apart from death? This is the only thing getting in their way. Hey, uh, I do need to tell you later on as well about, um, have you ever been interrupted um, doing the do? Um, by small by someone, children. By someone other than small children. Um, I think so. I got a, I'm guessing you've got a tail. I got a, I got a hell of an interruption, uh, which I'll tell you about later in the show. Stay with us. Carrie and Tommy. Happy Monday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Uh, because, as you know, it is a new year, which means a new stand-up comedy tour. Uh, it has already kicked off. If you're anywhere around the country, I'm going to come to you at some point. Um, <laughs> That's the loosest tease. It's because I don't know where I'm going. So what are you asking for people to do? Go to my website, tommylittle.com.au, and see where I'm do you touring. Do have a website? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? Have you no. checked? Because someone oh, else has you on then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's on tommylittle.com.au? Just links to tour dates. Oh, that's stuff. a fun website. It's <laughs> well, <I'm> just <laughs> a ticketing website. Wait, what are you going to put on your but, website? More Sorry. than just links to things. That's, <laughs> that's just that's like just funny cold. videos and that's stuff. Just like... But what do you have on like t- Ticketmaster when you go to that site? Do you expect more than just links to tickets? No, but it, that's because it's called Ticketmaster. Yours yeah. is called tommylittle.com.au. Yeah, because that's because I oh, just do... Oh, it's got your bio. It's got your Facebook. Are you on Facebook? No idea. <laughs> Your website says you are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, long story short. It's taken a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on Facebook. I'm going all right. Um, 
Anyway, this is Scott. Sorry, now I'm reading your TommyLittle.com.au. <laughs> your bio. Tommy Little is the most exciting comedian of his generation. It's good. <laughs> Did you write yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Currently at the height of his powers as a stand-up comedian. Coming to you around the country at some point, sometime. <laughs> I really regret how I got into this story. <laughs> It was a weird way to start. I should have said I did a gig on the weekend. You're famous. That's we know, mate. <laughs> He's got a website. Um, mate, don't worry. You work hard. You'll get yourself a website one day. Don't you worry. You can have links to things like Gold Logie. Oh, yes. Someone please go. Um, anyway, I yeah. did a gig on the weekend. Yeah. And after round, uh, after round, after the show, uh, I was sticking around and just chatting to just lovely people. Mm-hmm. You know, lovely I know lovely people. You know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> anyway. No. Oh. I met someone. Lovely yes. women. Y- yes. <laughs> I mean, there were men around and I slowly yeah, they tried were to lovely too. avoid them. Well. <laughs> oh, I don't have a website. Oh. <laughs> anyway. That's oh anyway sorry, I'm distracted. I'm concentrating. You met someone. Then one, what happened? One thing led to yep. another. Um, and we went back to my hotel room and uh, we were, what's the phrase? Getting jiggy with we it. We were getting jiggy with it. And... Yeah. Then you could have just played Genji. <laughs> <laughs> we were riding my pony. <laughs> we genuinely. were genuinely genuine. <laughs> We'd had a few genuines, and I said, "How about you ride my pony, Jesse?" <laughs> Oh, aren't you hung like a horse? No, it's a pony. <laughs> anyway, in the um, in the middle, in the throes of passion, in the throes of passion, um, what's one thing you don't want to happen when you're in a hotel? Um, oh, what's happening? <laughs> well, well carries up for anything. <laughs> I'm trying to think what could go wrong in a hotel. Oh, well, again, oh, um, knock, knock, room knock. Room service. So there was a knock. <laughs> Sorry, thank you, Sonda. <laughs> I'm going to start getting into charades? these breaks with Sonda. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's never been to a hotel. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think of what happens in the room from outside anyway, the room. So there was a knock, but it wasn't just a knock. I wouldn't mind a knock because if you've ordered drinks or, or food or something, that is the knock you get. It wasn't that. I got this. Oh. Like a panicked banging on the door. And I instantly thought, Not oh, banging her partner. For. No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's found us. <laughs> I, I, my best part about that is how thrilled she is yeah, I with herself. I yeah. I'm still thinking about the website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I thought, oh, maybe we've been to, maybe it's someone from the next room that's disgruntled because yes. they're trying to sleep. Oh, right. you're making a bit of noise. Because as you know, when <laughs> I do Again, the do. Like, first of all, <laughs> Sorry, I'm guys. the most exciting comedian <laughs> of the century oh, now. You put that on your website. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> wakes up other hotel rooms. <laughs> if you think that's how exciting that's I met comedy. you on his website. <laughs> <laughs> He's at the height of his powers. <laughs> that was from that the Herald Sun, that Okay, so who was it? So I'm thinking it's someone furious from next door and um, she got very scared and I went, it'll be fine, I'll just go. And so I answer the door and there he is standing there, the drunkest bloke in the world in jocks 
and a T-shirt. Do you open the door to a mirror? And the T-shirt. <laughs> as, if I was wearing, as if I was wearing jocks. <laughs> I didn't even wear jocks. I didn't even wear jocks when I was back sleeping. Open the door. Up, up Mount Did you Kilimanjaro. open the door? Give us the tunes again. <laughs> I just put a towel. Big I just put a towel on. Anyway. <laughs> Should I finish this next? Yeah, yeah play okay, a song. Sure. I'll tell you what happened next. Carrie and Tommy. Taylor Swift's latest one. It's called Lavender Haze for your Monday afternoon. It's Carrie and Tommy. Now talking about getting stuff off your chest. We were right in the <laughs> middle of a, um, of a story. No, because I'm trying to get this story off my chest. And it's taking a while because we keep interrupting. <laughs> no, don't apologise. 131060, um, when have you been interrupted and by what? Doing the do, because on the weekend, um, or getting jiggy with I was it. in the jiggy with it. As what always, Jesse, perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting, and then wait I got for me doing to say the, the do. phrase. <laughs> like, What's the song you got for doing song. the do? <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm just thinking of songs. Baby shark, do 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 do. Making a baby shark. Oh my, Jesse, Jesse. We are trying to have fun, and you always take it too far. I was in a, I was he in a, looks so offended. Too. I was in a hotel room on the weekend, and um, we were um, being genuine with each other. There we go. And there was a, ba- a furious knocking at the door. Not a nice knock, not a room service knock. A bang, 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 bang on the door. Baby, and I thought <laughs> <laughs> it scared Tim, us both a bit. I used to love that song. Rested. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't even know what song that is. You know, Love Shack. Oh, Tim, rested. <laughs> Find that one, Jesse. Yeah, great. Here we go. Hey, should we go to another song? I'll finish this one. Yeah, yeah I got one for you. Who was at the door? Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, turn that off. We're never do. I'm never doing do again after hearing that. That is a gross song. Okay. Um, so then I go to the door. I put a towel on. I go to the door and I open it. And there is the drunkest man in the world standing there, kind of swaying, and his eyes can't really meet. And he's wearing uh, jocks. Mm-hmm. And then he's got a T-shirt <laughs> that said um, "Great Dad" on it. And even though you joked about it before, I went into a blind panic and thought, "Oh my." Gosh, am I? Uh, this is this the partner of this woman oh, that, the great I'm, dad. that I'm with? Yeah, and then I thought, hang on, no, 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 it's my hotel room. Like that, this doesn't even make sense. And then I said, uh, "Hey, mate," and great he go- dads wander the halls with their pants on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so much. Well, he goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Wrong room. Do you know where my room is?" <laughs> <laughs> Where's he come from with his jocks on and his T-shirt? Got no idea. And I said, with great mum. I said, no, I don't, I don't know where your um, I, I don't know where your room is, but you want some help. And he goes, no, I'll be right. Isn't it funny that mu- anyway, I mums s- don't ever wear great mum T-shirts, but dads wear great T-shirts. <laughs> well, maybe if they were better at their jobs, they'd get one. And then- <laughs> I don't look shocked. Sandra. He's only saying that for you. Oh, he's just he wants you to get angry. What you did there is exactly what he wants. And so then I said, hey, German. Do you want me to help you? Because, like, you might not be able to find it. He goes, no, 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 I'll be right. And I said, are you sure, bro? Because I don't mind. And he goes, no, no, no. I don't mind just... while your partner is in the bed. <laughs> no, but I was. he was so he was so pissed. And I was actually like, I, I don't want this bloke to pass out right. somewhere. And he goes, no, no, I'll be right. And then he just wanders off. 
And then I come back, I come back into the bedroom and she's now sitting there like kind of afraid, but with her, the doona up and she said, who was that? And I said, my best guess is your dad, but I'm not sure. <laughs> and he wandered off. So on 13, 10, 60, we want to know, uh, what well, let's or get who to interrupted Olivia. you doing Olivia, Jordan, who do you, who do you want us to take first? Jordan, Jordan. When Hi. Did, when did you get interrupted doing the do? Well, I was home with my partner um, and my dad decided to drop by and I, did, I didn't know. He didn't know that my partner was there. So we were um, do, doing the do. Um, <laughs> and then we hear my dad come home. He And for context, I had just bought a bird this morning and I had like been wanting this bird for forever and it was downstairs in this little cage. Mm. But then we went upstairs to do the do. My dad mm-hmm. comes home. Uh-huh. Can you, sorry, Jordan, can you upstairs. use a phrase that Jesse's got a song for? No, 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 no,
Uh, the first position. Okay. No, good. <laughs> hey, did you watch tennis last night? Uh, no. Did you watch tennis the night before? <laughs> no. Okay, good stuff. Well, I plan to talk about the tennis. <laughs> Great, because I haven't watched it. So tell me all about it. <laughs> so you know Novak won last mm-hmm. night. I do know that. Against Stefanos Tsitsipas. pants. Tsitsipas. Sorry? Tsitsipas. Tsitsipas? Yeah. Yeah. his pants. Does he call himself that? Is that no, it? it's no. just it just rolls off the tongue. You know, it's going to <laughs> anyway, anyway, Novak won. He won him straight sets. <laughs> and then afterwards, I don't think I've ever seen a more um, – Sitsipas spoke first. Mm-hmm. I don't see, think I've ever heard a more flattering um, talk of the person who just beat you. And now Novak has regained his world number one status. But he, he, he went a long way. It's uh, it's been an unbelievable journey for you. So I would like to, I'm, I admire what you have done for our sport. I think you make me a better player when I'm out on court. So Aww. thank you. But I'd like to say one more time, uh, Nova brings the best out of me. And these are the matches, you know, I've been working my entire life uh, for. She's uh, uh, one of the greatest in our sport, and I think he's he's the greatest that has ever held a tennis record. What? Wow. The greatest, That's amazing. The greatest that has ever held a tennis racket, which, of course, remember, in the crowd you've got, I mean, they cut to a shot of Rod Laver and he just looked, oh. looked, looked stone-faced. <laughs> <laughs> and so you think that's lovely, right? Whether it's you glowing. agree or disagree, mm. that is a lovely thing to say. So then Novak gets up. Now, Sitsipas is young. He's up and coming. He's undoubtedly one of the better, better if not better, best group of players in the world at the moment. So surely Novak is going to say something incredible back about him. You, you are one of the most professional tennis players that I know on the tour and one of the most interesting guys. I said that two days ago. I still, still think you are very interesting. Wow. And, um... How's your tennis? Interesting. That was it. But he, but he also <laughs> just called him professional. What's, is interesting a compliment? I don't think so. If someone said, um, hey, twice yeah, well. twice, and, and you I couldn't think, think of another word. if someone described you as interesting, wouldn't that be? If you said, hey, what's your new girlfriend like? Interesting. <laughs> well, she's professional. <laughs> and, <laughs> but I guess, and interesting. I guess on the tennis court, yeah. But but what number is Sitsipas? He was three. Oh, so he's right up there. Yeah. So there's other um, words. What are the what are describing words? There's Ad- other adjectives uh, no, that could adjectives? be used. Verbs. Adjectives. Verbs are doing words. Yes. What's a noun? A thing. And a proper noun is a person or a place. Is that correct? Anyway. Good stuff. Um, (laughs) Interesting. The the thing that that struck me about it was that Novak got up to accept uh, the cup and he already had uh, a jacket on that said 22 on it, um, like embroidered in it. Now, 22 is the number of grand slams that he's now won. And then they. Oh, since winning the Oz Open, he's now at 22. And so the jacket was pre embroidered and ready to I mean, go. I mean, he was. Like, and then they cut to the crowd. For good and, reason, though. He was pretty confident. And then they. Well, he's very confident because then they cut to the crowd and all of his like support base are all wearing t shirts that say Djokovic on the back and have a big 10 and 10 on the front, which is the number of times he's now won the Australian Open. And so they had all their merch. Ready to go. They're like, we just need to wait till it's over. We'll chuck this on and we're good. And that reminded me of the time <laughs> when we got all these world record swim from England to Belgium I t-shirts. The channel t-shirts. <laughs> no, no, that one was fine. But all these world record swim from uh, from England to Belgium t-shirts made up. 
And then we didn't do it. And we were all wearing matching T-shirts with all our <laughs> names on the back. And I thought there must be other times. But the thing with with him though is he would he would have got there at some point. Those jumper jackets would have come into their own at some point in the next year. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you reckon he's been holding on to that jacket for a while? Well, no, he's going to be tenth at some point. He's going to be twenty second at some point. Whereas with you, there was never going to be another chance. No, no, the ten T shirt has the years that he's won it underneath it, including twenty twenty three. <laughs> but this must happen with NBA teams and stuff as they well. Do, well, they do. They make up all the other teams. They make up yeah. two lots of champions merch, yeah. and then they they say they incinerate all the other stuff. No way. Because what a waste. Well, they reckon they don't want people to, to be able to get their hands on it. Must and so, be able to you know. get it somewhere. But mm. do you want one that hasn't happened? I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, I think it's funny too. <laughs> yes, I had a friend who got uh, nominated for a comedy award, and so he got the the comedy award winner. Uh, tattoo on it, and then he didn't win, so he had to get the tattoo gun and put a line through winner and write nominee underneath. <laughs> Is that just you? No, no, I've never been nominated, mate. <laughs> uh, I'd love to know on thirteen ten sixty when did you get stuff made, and then it never happened. Fun. Give us a call thirteen ten sixty. Gary and Tommy. Yeah, that is where you're at for your Monday afternoon. And on 131060, when did you have something made and then you didn't get to use it? Yes. Um, Novak and his whole team already had the merch made and ready to go for his win last night at the Australian Open. And they chucked it on straight away. And I thought, oh, that reminds me of when I got merch made for a world record swim. And we all wore matching T-shirts with our names on the back. And then the difference between me and Novak is that he did his thing and they got to wear theirs. And I thought... I wonder if more people have had things like mine where they got stuff made and just didn't win. It's it's arrogant, it's confident, but that's mm. what that's the kind of spirit you need if you're going to be a winner. Yep, I agree. But, you but I wasn't. No. G'day, Crystal. <laughs> Hi. Uh, what happened? Uh, we had um, some things made up for our wedding with our wedding date printed on it, um, some big expensive candles for Ooh. the church and, and a big wooden box. Um, yeah. That the that the wedding uh, like the um, stuff goes into obviously yeah. storage box, and um, and then a few days before the wedding, my brother got COVID and we had to cancel our wedding. And since then, we 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 then both got very sick with COVID as well, and haven't reset the date. So a year it was supposed to be a, a year ago, but a year later we're still not married, and we have um, a big beautiful gift from a friend in our kitchen, which is a big chopping board with our name on it and our wedding date. We, oh my god! Yeah, we, uh, we still have there on display uh, for the wedding that never happened. <laughs> Crystal, are you still going to get married? Yeah, eventually, hopefully one day. But now we're we, now we're having to save up again, so we don't know when. Are you going to try and pick the same date but on a different year, so you don't have to change too much engraving? Well, we thought that that might be handy, it's but then I think it's going to make it a Monday or a Tuesday, so it might be difficult. I Unless mean, we wait a full seven years to get it on another Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've done the math. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Thanks, Crystal. Who you got, Vickers? Jim. Jim, what did you get made and then you never used it? How you going, guys? Um, so I didn't get this made, but um, obviously every year when uh, the AFL Grand Final is done and dusted, uh, the Herald Sun made the wedge posters. So yes. I actually got my hands on a four-peat Brisbane Mines wet poster, oh. uh, obviously being a massive Brisbane Mines fan, and unfortunately never got to use it. That would be um, – I feel like that would be worth, worth money. Something. Or am I insane in thinking that? Jim? 
Uh, it's worth, worth a couple of thousand dollars, that's for sure. So won't exactly say how much, but there only is a handful floating around from what I've been told. Just a little bit of trivia for you, Jim. There is a, a, a bloke, an NBA coach in America, who um, bought the licensing to the term three-peat and oh, God, yes, and, and so when uh, the Bulls did their first three-peat, all this merch got made, and he made a fortune off it. And there, and there was massive controversy because he was coaching one of the teams that was up against the team who were going to get a three-peat <gasps> if they won. And oh. so there's all stories about how, whether or not he cared who won because he was going to make, make millions money, money anyway. Um, speaking of AFL, one of our callers, Joe, caught up and said that a friend got a Geelong tattoo of 2008 premiers. Yes. They won in 07, 09, and 11. <laughs> <laughs> so good. G'day, Emily. What's up? What's up, oh, Emily, Emily? I can't believe I'm going to say this, but if you're going to do it, put your back into it. Come on. <laughs> uh, no? What's okay. up? Yeah, that's a Thanks, bit better. Emily. What do you got for us, Em? Uh, my little sister's rival netball team was so, so confident they were going to win the grand final that year. They got shirts made. They had chairs with winners on the back. Oh my God. They had a cake made and brought to the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they won. <gasps> oh, that's so joyful. I know, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? The, the rivalry was real. The amount of spite between the two teams. Um, it was great. So uh, the celebrations on our side were very, very good <laughs> that night. Um, Emily, did did they still eat the cake and stuff or did they give it to the other team? Uh, they definitely didn't give it to us, um, but I'm not sure what they did with the cake, to be honest. Did I don't you just think sit they in their seats? Like, what did you do? I don't think they even like rocked up to the award ceremony. They just sort of left after the game. Losers. Oh Actually, yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> Gary and Tommy. Gary and Tommy. Yes, that is where you're at for your Monday afternoon. And coming up very soon, guys, Sam Smith. Mm, my one-on-one with the great Sam. What are you laughing at? I wasn't sure what noise came out of your mouth then. You went, mmm. <laughs> it's my thinking noise. Mm. Um, don't you love when people make millions of dollars telling you how to live your life? And then all of a sudden they go, actually, you know that stuff I was telling you, don't do that anymore. I've moved mm. on. Who's Marie the... Kondo has moved on, guys. Oh, Marie Kondo's not doing her putting Marie, her energy into clothes. Joy. She's not That's fuck sure. No, nah, she's not tidying up anymore. Oh, so she's come out to... and said, my home is messy. She's had her third kid and she said, now I'm spending my time the right way for me at this stage of my life. Up until now I was a professional tidier. And she said, I've kind of given up on that. In a good way, though, now I realise the importance to me. I'm spending time with my children. So all these people for the last decade have gone, kids, sorry, I've got a tidy. I've got a spark joy in my life. <laughs> Marie Condon. Marie Condon. And I love what she said here. She said, um, for a long time, she's devoted her life to decluttering physical spaces. Now she's decluttering her mental and emotional spaces. Oh, gosh, she's got to fold her brain into these funny little sideways things and put some positive energy into it. Anyway, guys, so don't bother tidying up anymore. Are you saying sucked in to everyone who folded their clothes like no, her? No, I'm just saying let, let it all go if you haven't already. I mean, I never... Yeah, I'm happy. I never, I never abided by the tidying up philosophy well, anyway. You, yes, you've got a team for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your Monday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And <laughs> oh, no. Just... I'm eating. Let me finish my snake. What I wanted to tell you. you got a snake mm. in your mouth, mate. Mm-hmm. What colour? What colour? Yellow. 
Sam Smith. Did you swallow Sam it? Sam Smith it out? is not the steak in my mouth. Whoa. Sam's. That's all this is all too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got Unholy coming up as well, don't we? <laughs> I mean, talking about in that. More ways than one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what I wanted to tell you was that Sam Smith is coming up. Next, is it? Yes, next. We're going to do <laughs> I that next. I just let you do your job. <laughs> yeah, I offered absolutely nothing then. That's okay, because when you let me do my job, I bring things like same, same, but spoken to oh, you guys. Fantastic. And this week's edition, mm. guys, is actually based off something that Tommy did over the break. Where did you go, mate? I went to... Oh, I was about to do an accent, and then I don't <laughs> think that's what you meant to Haven't do. Haven't we already done the Mountain Edition? I no, we to... did the Mountain Edition, but we haven't done... Tanzania. The African Damn edition. Damn it. Sing, <laughs> sing. East African tribal. <laughs> Thank you. Doing? Fantastic. Jesse, I, I reckon can't... I wasn't in this meeting. <laughs> I can't wait to see. Is this what happens in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> so Jez and I had a chat about this and we think that this is going to be a lot of fun. He's a very yes. good singer on YouTube. His name's Alex Boy and he does heaps of great covers. This is your first cover. Hang on, hang on. We do, we do have to ask a question yes. just to make sure that um, this is going to be okay. Um, Alex uh, from YouTube, mm-hmm. um, is he of African descent? Yes. Fantastic. We're fine. Let's go ahead. <laughs> yeah. But every song is like good. Fun. Carrie. Lord. Um, Three. Royal. Yeah. And we'll never be <laughs> why did anyway? Why has the cheating got to the point where now when Carrie can't see you, I didn't even see him. No, he coughed. Royals. Oh, I, I honestly didn't hear him cough. Royals. Are you joking? Swear, Are you joking? I swear I didn't we, hear. I heard him all, cough. I didn't hear him say a word. I reckon you probably pick it up on the mic in the background. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> we can I, check the I tape. I, I, honest, I honestly didn't hear. Because I just, we all heard. I, well, I didn't. I was thinking of the words royal. <laughs> After royal. He went, royal. <laughs> I'm glad it, uh, you got it anyway, because I could only think of the Weird Al Yankovic cover, which is aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> One zip is song number two. Taylor Swift, shake it off. So then Eli wrote it on a piece of paper and slid it over to you. I didn't. <laughs> you just got to pay him to get you to cheat. Oh, I'm, nah, that's fine. <laughs> may surprise you, but I, I don't think the title's worth that much. <laughs> Do zip. This is a win for biggers. To a bit. Sunshine, she's here. You can take away. Carrie. It is Happy by Pharrell. Sorry, that note was taking a bit long for Eli to write out. So Carrie wanted to hear a bit more of the song. (laughs) Happy face. (laughs) Um, Can we just hear, because it's pretty good, can Mm. we just hear what the next one was going to be? I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet. There's such a difference. Between us and a million miles. Hello from me. 
and, and music actually and, just better than yes. the original. It's awesome. This is and, great. We should do this everywhere. And They're the same, big, same, but Eastern Africa. A, a, a we'll big, just go through all the different countries in Africa. We'll be right. Also, a big shout out. I know we made up that it's someone from YouTube, but a big shout out to our audio producer, <laughs> Jez from Ipswich, for putting on that voice. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Across the country for your Monday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. I had the pleasure of chatting with the delightful Sam Smith a few yep. weeks ago. We've really stretched out how many weeks worth of chats we're going to get from Sam. Yes. We aired some of this a few weeks ago, but it's now time to hear it in full. Sam was everything you know Sam to be. And I love how we claim um, international musicians as our own over here. Yes. And sometimes we shouldn't. Well, you also claim Sam as your bestie. I mean, did I say bestie? You literally said said in our promo, my my mate, my bestie joins us on the show. We do DM a bit. I mean, I DM and they don't respond. In the same way you yell out to Choice Saban in the street and he doesn't arrive. But in this chat, what I love is we don't have to pretend Sam loves Australia. Sam got an Aussie tattoo. Oh, it's good to see you. You too. It's been a minute. Back, back home, I second know, home. I know, it's gorgeous. Welcome. I feel like you've been chasing summer for the last few months. I know, I have, I have. Like the most extended, amazing holiday ever. I have. I try and do it because it's miserable in the UK. <laughs> In January, it's hard. Where have you been? What have you been doing? I went to Thailand for a few weeks and then came to Sydney to see Trent and my my family here. Is Thailand where the epic bikini? I was going to buy you yes. an Aussie bikini because I thought maybe you yes. need an Australian one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I took my little bikini bottoms out for a little <laughs> test run. Didn't that excite the world? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, mad. How um, are you feeling about being back out in the world and touring again and stuff? I it's feel been... good. I feel good. There's moments where I'm like, you know... Sometimes, I think during COVID, I had such a break and I got on top of my anxiety and all this stuff. And then it, when it gets busy again, there's definitely moments where I feel a bit breathless, like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. there's, you know, but I feel way more um, in control of myself nowadays, which is good. I feel calmer and happier and a bit more balanced. Yeah, well, because I was thinking that I've interviewed you over different stages in your career mm. so far. What's Who's the Sam that I'm interviewing today? How would oh you describe where you're oh at? Still uh, still a hot mess um, <laughs> in many ways. Um, but I'm, um, I'm definitely ha- having more stints of happiness. Great. Yeah, I feel more joyful. I'm more in control. I'm growing up a bit, you know, and... I love getting older. It's it's something that I've always been excited for, so I'm enjoying that. Is it that you feel more comfortable with who you are or Yeah, that for sure, but also I'm just caring less what people yeah. think, yeah. which is really nice feeling. Because yeah. in my early twenties I was <laughs> crippled with Aww. like paranoia of, 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 of how I was coming across. You know? Well I was thinking about when I first saw you perform, which I guess would have been your early twenties. Mm. It was at Rod Laver in Melbourne. Yeah. And the Sam on stage then and then I was, you know, looking at the unholy film clip and yeah. I was like, yeah. Is that the same Sam who can just express themselves the way they want now? Mm. Or have you do you think grown into the Sam that it's you 100% are in the, the same Sam. I'm, I think that um just like everyone, right? How you dance in a club or how you dance with your friends in private places and how you move your body. Doing that in front of 20,000 people yeah. on stage is really <laughs> tough. And as much as I I love performing, I wouldn't say I'm like a natural entertainer. I think I'm a natural singer, a natural artist, a natural songwriter. But when it comes to entertaining, I've really had to learn that. You know, I, I loved musical theatre as a kid and that was a whole different art form. It's hiding behind a character. 
being myself on stage was incredibly vulnerable and scary. So I think naturally, I, as I've got older, I've got more used to being myself on stage. And, and with that becomes comes me introducing more parts of my personality personality to people so when are you touring and where are you going here in australia we're going we start here in adelaide yep. and then we travel all around Amazing. and we're doing it's at the end of the year and like by that summer time, again done you've done world. that well oh yes. you've done the whole world before then yes yeah amazing yeah it starts in april where do you get most excited to go to where do you have honestly most fun? australia new zealand is, is it's my some of my favorite shows i'm really excited to be in tokyo again i had the most amazing time in tokyo last time so i'm really excited to experience that and and south korea places like that which is just incredible uh, yeah, to visit a very different world yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm I love I love I love my job as much as it's tiring. I I do love it, and I'm and it's getting easier every time I do it. Well, you're like a, an honorary Aussie. Did you get? Did I see on your Insta that you got a kangaroo paw tat? I did. That's so cool. It's all crusty now. It's gross. Why? Will that stop being? That's crusty? healing. Yeah, it's healing. Why did you choose that one? I just googled Australian flowers <laughs> and saw that, and I was like, "That's cute." It is cute <laughs> because I, I love, I do love it here, and I have family and friends here. So, we, I was with with my friends um, on holiday, and we all just decided to get tattoos. Did you get matching ones? No, we all got different ones. Different wildlife, or like completely different. Um, someone got a platypus, <laughs> and then someone got a full moon. Yeah, right. Yeah. You could have got the full moon too. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But I love the kangaroo paw. Yeah, kangaroo yeah, paw is beautiful. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Still to come in my chat with Sam Smith, they talk about how the, the smash hit of summer, mm. Unholy, was almost not the smash hit of summer. We almost never got to hear Unholy. Oh. Carrie and Tommy. Lil Nas X, that's what I want. It's Carrie and Tommy for your Monday afternoon. What I want is more of Sam Smith. We yes. are right now in the middle of uh, my chat with the delightful Sam Smith. Okay, let's talk Gloria. Yes. Tell me, what's the, what are the themes in Gloria? I've had a listen to it. It's absolutely magical. It's a really interesting ride. Like I feel like it goes yeah. dips in and out of all these different genres and moods. Yeah. What were you hoping to do with it? I think that I wanted to really lean into what I've wanted to do in all my albums. You know, I feel like my music, I've, I, I study pop music and I love pop albums. And like so many of those, you know, even Rihanna, I'd say, is my ultimate artist that I've always loved. And I loved her records growing up because they were really this this melting pot of genres and um, I of, of pop genres and pop music. And I think I've, I wanted to create like a patchwork of, of all my favorite divas and inspirations in this record. I also really wanted an album that just felt strong yeah. every, all the way through. Every statement was clear. Every song, I wanted it to be a bit of a slap in the face. Yeah, it really is. And it, and it does feel like this is, I do feel like this album is, and the, it, it's the beginning and the end of something. Because I do think that it's the beginning of me expressing myself in the way that I want to do it fully. Um and unashamedly, but it's also the end. I think of this type of writing for me. Oh. Um, I think that I always there'll always be pop sensibility to the music I make, but I've really loved the process of making a body of work that you can listen to from start to finish. So I'm going to be delving into that more and more with my music. Well, I did feel that when I was listening to it because the last album I've been playing on repeat from start to finish was Harry's album, mm, yes. and again it's the sort of one like there's nothing better. Like it's been a long time. I feel like yeah. since I've listened to albums where you just sit down and go on a full ride rather than totally. just turn on the radio and hear one and then, you know, that's it. Totally, because it's – and I like – 
I'm what I'm excited about that is that I can take people on some crazy rides. Yeah. I'm addicted to making people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing now. <laughs> well, I, there was a lot of God themes in there. It was mm-hmm. a, is it an F you to God? Or is it oh, a no? No. Does, no, I mean. Oh, sorry. Is that no, blasphemous? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm I'm not religious. I'm a spiritual person, um, and the, I think that I grew up in. Uh, I went to Catholic school. Yeah. Um, until I was 18. Um, so when it comes to explaining big feelings and big emotions mm. in life, I do go to some of these words. I always have. I think even if you go back to stay with me and the thrill of all and stuff like that. There's always been an element of choir and um, I guess an element of prayer within my music. Yeah. You know, it's where I go to when I write. But I think this album for sure is dealing with faith, um, not religion, faith. And for me, I lost a bit of faith in my life on my third record and going through transition that I went through in my life. I've, I lost a bit of faith in everything. And, and this album, I, I reclaim that a bit and I have faith that things are going to be okay. And um, I put my energy into that now. And and so, yeah, that that's what the those words... Yeah, the unholy are, are and towards. the... Yeah, right. Because yeah. I, I was reading that you were saying this album is kind of like the album you needed as a kid, the body of yeah. art, like the armour that you would put on when you left the house. Yeah, totally. And that's what the, the hymn Gloria is, a hymn that I wrote for my younger self. That's like a lullaby. Still to come with Sam Smith, if you've ever wondered how the stars choose what songs are going to become Mm. hits, they don't even know themselves and sometimes they have a hunch and they push for it even though a record company might not want it and that seems to be what may have happened with the summer hit Unholy by Sam Smith and I talk all about that with them next. Carrie and Tommy. Sam Smith and Kim Petras. That is unholy for your Monday Arvo. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. We've had a great hour hearing from the one and only Sam Smith. Yes. Um, and I finished off my chat with them by talking about their summer smash hit. And then you've got Unholy, which is just epic and sexual and just dark. Yeah. And which is again about- is what I need as a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it about? Unholy, this is the thing, right? I could sit here and just and give it all up of who this song's about. And every song I ever write is about a real situation, is a it? real life, yeah. a real person. Yeah, everything, you know. It's all um, a diary. Um, but with Unholy, I, I feel like it says enough. And but I, is it a particular person or a type of, like, is it someone you know or is it a person, type of, yeah. yeah, right. But it's a particular person that inspired a commentary on a p- yes. specific situation, Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, it's really about being part of a secret that you don't want to be a part yeah. of, which I think a lot of women, queer people, every, everyone actually can, can relate to, you know, mm. hearing these things and being like, I don't, I wish I didn't know that yes yeah (laughs) and how I was working with Kim I was fascinating fascinated to see you were talking about how you wanted more women involved Mm -hmm. in this album and and even when you were recording how you know sitting in front of a bunch of men you're like oi all of you shut up and let her do her thing you know yeah yeah it was it was really amazing moment in the studio with Kim actually like we had so much fun and initially there was this pressure in the room and me and Kim really fought against it and it made the song what it was but why what did they want that they weren't I think they just they just wanted it to sound a certain way, and there was a lack of um, sass yeah. <laughs> in the room, and um, a lack of humour. Yeah, and I think that is something that queer people um, 
do so well yeah you know is take things and and subjects um and memories and th things that are quite painful and we can give a, a sassiness and a light-heartedness to it that can make it easier to digest and i think that me and, only me and kim really knew how to do that so we went you know we took charge oh because it's epic like it is, yeah. I reckon it is one of like the top three songs of this year. Like oh, it is you. an absolute banger. Thank and almost every time you listen to it, you see it on different levels. Like at first it's just, a, you know, the pop song that, and it hits you in the face because it's so different yeah. to what you've done. Yeah. And then the more you listen to it, it you know, you see the darkness. And oh, the, thank yeah, you. I'm really addicted good. to it. I mean, yeah. like I've, I've never, I've never been a part of a song like that in my life. Like when it started, it was only me and one person who actually believed in it. Everyone else didn't like it. Everyone thought it was awful. And oh. the, the now did you show them the top hits and go... I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> a weird, it's a crazy moment because it really just shows how, for me, music is the leader. And when the music is calling to me and saying, this is amazing, this is good, this feels amazing, you have to follow that and you have to follow your gut. So how, having more women involved in the album, how did that change how you write and how you are in studio and stuff? I think it really helped me with my lyrics and writing lyrics. You know, I'm, when, when it comes to the writing of music, I'm involved in every aspect, production, um, you know, lyrics, melody, everything. But I, I'm more heavy on the melody than anything. And the lyrics I, I actually find myself in, in when I'm in the studio, I'll just sit there and fire off how I feel and talk about how I feel and then we take that and we try and turn it into a song and um, for me having the presence of Jesse Reyes and people like that in the room with me they made me feel safe to talk about sex yeah which I haven't really felt safe to do in my past records so it was really beautiful to be able to express that part of my life and, and also writing in different places because i was i saw yeah. that you did that was that in jamaica i that mean that must jamaica. have just brought out a whole like yeah wild it was insane the, the jamaican trip was just beautiful and um i didn't leave the studio really it was just very focused um and i'm gonna do that again in terms of just going away with the intention to just write music yeah um for two three weeks i love it it's I've always been someone who never like worked nights or like was in the studio at night time. Like Dolly and, Parton, yeah. just nine to five. It and... was <laughs> nine to five. And, but now I'm loving, you know, just dedicating a few weeks and, you know, the time disappears. Amazing. Well, the album's incredible. So excited to see you tonight and to see you back in Australia. You know how much I love you. I love you too. Lovely it's to see you as well. It's always such a joy to talk to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sam Smith's brilliant. The album is beautiful. Mm. Listen to it from beginning to end. You'll absolutely love it. Yes. What because, a show. I know. It was a real <laughs> roller coaster. It, it had a bit of everything. It did. From Sam Smith to... Cats. To cats to... How do we get to cats? Uh, I think it was because we were talking about getting interrupted when I was doing the do. In the hotel room. Yes. By the best dad. Yes. Which is you? Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot. It's even confusing. If that, yes, if that confuses you, make sure you grab it all now on the list. <laughs> Follow Carrie Bigmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Now that the podcast's over, Carrie and Tommy might get the court to brush up on their netty skills. Oh, if only they could register for Woolworths Net Set Go. But it's for ages 5 to 10. It's where the future stars of our game begin their netball journey. Search Net Set Go to find out more.